And good afternoon. You're listening to Ken Hudnall. This is the Ken Hudnall Show. Coming to you from our studios right here in exciting El Paso, Texas. Gateway to the Old West and the most haunted city in the country. Well, today's May 1st, 121st day of the year. 244 days remain till the year's over with. Now, since you all have asked for holidays and observances, it's May Day. Day for everybody to come together and celebrate life as we know it. It's bell theme. It's a major festival. Uh, Calvin Mai, uh, you celebrate this day with the lighting of bonfires to fend off evil spirits and witches. Uh, a couple of politicians, by the way. It's a couple of appreciation day. CSS reboot day. Early May bank holiday. Uh, Executive Coaching Day, Frequent Flyer Day, Global Love Day, Great Lakes Awareness Day, International Doodle Dog Day. That's when you uh, have fun with your poodle mix. International Sunflower Gorilla Gardening Day. You uh, go to a vacant lot near you and plant sunflowers. Keep Kids Alive, Drive 25 Day, Labor and Agriculture Day, Learn to Ride a Bicycle Day, Lay Day, uh, that's celebrating Hawaiian culture, Marshall Islands Constitution Day, Melanoma Monday, National Black Barbershop Appreciation Day, National Blessing Day, National Chocolate Parfait Day, National Infertility Survival Day, National Loyalty Day. I want Americans showcase their loyalty to the, this country. National Mantra Day, National Purebred Dog Day, National Open Farm Day, National Mother Goose Day, National Rotate Your Beard Day, New Homeowners Day, Philippine uh, Labor Day. Phone-in sick day. Fake it, folks. Save the Rhino day. School principals day. Silver Star Service Banner day. Therapeutic Massage Awareness day. And Worthy Wage day, where you celebrate the value of teachers by joining the Fair Compensation Movement. All righty. And 305... A.D., Diocletian and Maximian retire from the office of Roman Emperor. 880, the Nea Ecclesia is inaugurated in Constantinople, setting the model for all the later cross and square Orthodox churches. 1169, Norman mercenaries land at Banel Bay in Leinster, marking the beginning of the Norman invasion of uh, Ireland. Okay, we've also got in 1328, War of Scottish Independence end. The Treaty of Edinburgh and Northampton, England, recognizes Scotland as an independent state. 1486, Christopher Columbus presents his plans for discovering a western route to the Indies to the Spanish Queen Isabella I of Castile. And supposedly she hocked her jewels to fund him. 1707, the Act of Union. George England and Scotland have formed the Kingdom of Great Britain. Takes effect on this date in 1707. 1753, publication of Species Plantarum by Linnaeus in the former start date of plant taxonomy adopted by the International Code of Botanical Nomenclature. 1807, the Slave Trade Act of 1807 takes effect. Abolishes the slave trade within the British Empire. 1820, execution of the Cato Street Conspirators. Plotted to kill the British cabinet and Prime Minister of Lord Liverpool. The, uh, for those that are not familiar with this particular conspiracy, took place in 1820. Then comes to the meeting place near Edgware Road in London. Police had an informer in the group. And the plotters all fell into a police trap. Thirteen were arrested. 
One policeman, Richard Smithers, was killed. Five conspirators are executed and five others are transported to Australia. Now, how widespread this conspiracy was is really not known. It was a time of unrest. Rumors abound. Malcolm Chase noted the London Irish community and a number of trade societies, notably the shoemakers, were prepared to lend support while unrest and awareness of a planned rising were widespread in the industrial north and on Clyde's uh, side. The, uh, the conspirators were actually called the Spencian Philanthropists. The group taken their name from the British radical speaker Thomas Spence. They were known for being a revolutionary organization, involved in unrest and propaganda and plotting to overthrow the government. Some of them, particularly Arthur Thistlewood, had been involved with the Spafield riots in 1816. He came to dominate the group with George Edwards as his second in command. Unfortunately for everybody concerned, George Edwards was a police spy. And most of the members were angered by the Six Acts and the Peterloo Massacre, as well as the economic depression and political conditions of the time. The cabinet was supposed to come together for dinner, and they were going to assassinate him. Then it seized key buildings, overthrow the government, and establish a committee of public safety to oversee a radical revolution. The, uh, according to the prosecution at their trial, they had intended to form a provisional government headquartered at the mansion house. Of course, what they were going to do with the king and queen was anybody's guess, but in 1840, the Penny Black, the first official adhesive postage stamp, was issued in the UK. 1844, Hong Kong Police Force, the world's second modern police force, and Asia's first is established. 1846, the few remaining Mormons left in Nauvoo, Illinois, formally dedicated to the Nauvoo Temple. 1851, Queen Victoria opens the Great Exhibition at the Crystal Palace in London. 1863, American Civil War. Battle of Chancellorsville begins on this date. 1865, the Empire of Brazil, Argentina, and Uruguay signed the Treaty of the Triple Alliance. Um, 1865, Brazil actually had an emperor. 1866, the Memphis race riots take place. In three days' time, 46 blacks and two whites are killed. Reports of the atrocities influence passage of the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. 1885, the original Chicago Board of Trade Building opens for business. 1886, rallies are held throughout the United States demanding the eight-hour workday, culminating in the Haymarket Affair in Chicago. In commemoration of the Haymarket uh, Affair, May 1st celebrates International Workers' Day in many countries. Eighteen ninety-four, Coxey's Army, the first significant American protest march, arrives in Washington, D.C. The uh, It was a protest march by unemployed workers from the U.S. led by Ohio businessman Jacob Coxey. He marched on Washington in 1894, the second year of a four-year economic depression that was the worst in U.S. history. Its official name was the Army of the Commonwealth of Christ. Its, next name, its nickname came from its leader and was more enduring. Uh, it's the first significant popular protest march on Washington, and the expression enough food to feed Coxey's army originated uh, as a result of this particular march. 1898, Spanish-American War, Battle of Manila Bay. The Asiatic Squadron of the United States Navy destroys the Pacific Squadron of the Spanish Navy after a seven-hour battle. Spain lost all seven of its ships, and 381 Spanish sailors were killed. No American vessel losses or combat deaths were reported. 1900, the Schofield Mine disaster kills over 200 men in Schofield, Utah, and what to date uh, was the fifth worst mining accident in the U.S. 1915, the RMS Lusitania departs from New York City on her 202nd and final crossing of the North Atlantic. Six days later, that ship was torpedoed off the coast of Ireland with the loss of 1,198 lives. It was a German U-boat that uh, sank it. 
1919, German troops enter Munich to suppress the Bavarian Soviet Republic. 1925, the All-China Federation of Trade Unions is officially founded. Today, it's the largest trade union in the world. It has 134 million members. 1929, 7.2 Kopet Dag earthquake shakes here. Iran-Turkmenistan border region with a maximum mercalli intensity of 9, which is considered violent. It killed about 3,800 people and injured 1,121. 1930, Pluto's officially proposed for the name of the newly discovered dwarf planet Pluto by Vesto Silfer of the Lowell Observatory. The name caught on. 1931, the Empire State Building is dedicated in New York City. 1945, World War II, a German newsreader officially announced Adolf Hitler has fallen in his command post and the, the Reich Chancellor fighting to the last breath against Bolshevism and for Germany. Soviet flag is raised over the, the Reich Chancellor by order of Stalin. Of course, Stalin later said there was no evidence Hitler was dead. He believed he escaped to Argentina. 1945, World War II, up to 2,500 people died a mass suicide in Dimmen following the advance of the Red Army. 1946, started a three-year Pilbaria strike of indigenous Australians. 1947, Portela della Genestra massacre against May Day celebrations in Sicily by the bandit and separatist leader Salvatore Giuliano, where 11 people were killed and 33 were wounded. This day in 1956, the polio vaccine developed by Jonas Salk is made available to the public. 1957, a Vickers VC-1 Viking crashes while attempting to return to the Blackbush Airport in Italy. Kill 34. 1960, Cold War. The U-2 incident took place on this date. Francis Gary Powers and a Lockheed U-2 spy plane is shot down over the Svrdlovsk-Obolsk Soviet Union. Sparked a diplomatic crisis. 1961, Prime Minister of Cuba, Fidel Castro, proclaims Cuba a socialist nation and it abolishes elections. President for life. 1970, Vietnam War. Protests erupt following the announcement of, by Richard Nixon, U.S. and South Vietnamese forces would attack Vietnamese com communities in a Cambodian campaign. 1971 Amtrak, the National Railroad Passenger Corporation, takes over operation of U.S. passenger rail services. 1975, the Sarkanemil Amusement Park opens in Tampere, Finland. 1978, Japan's Naomi Yumura, traveling by dog sled, becomes the first person to reach the North Pole alone. 1982, Operation Black Buck, Royal Air Force attacks the Argentinian Air Force during the Falklands War. 1994, three-time Formula One champion Ayrton Senna is killed in an accident during the San Marino Grand Prix. 1999, Body of British climber George Mallory is found on Mount Everest, 75 years after he vanished in 1974, uh, 1924. 2003, invasion of Iraq, what became known as the Mission Accomplished speech on board the USS Abraham Lincoln off the coast of California, President George W. Bush declares major combat operations in Iraq have ended. Boy, was he being overly optimistic. 2004, Cyprus, Czech Republic, Estonia, Hungary, Latvia, Lithuania, Malta, Poland, Slovakia, and Slovenia joined the European Union. Celebrated as the, the residence of the Irish uh, president in Dublin. 2009, same-sex marriage is legalized in Sweden. 2011, Pope John Paul II is beatified by his successor, Pope Benedict XVI. 2018, Syrian Civil War. Syrian Democratic Forces resumed the Deir el-Zor campaign in order to clear the remnants of the Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant from the Iraqi-Syria border. 2019, Naxalite attack in Gadchiroli district of India. 16 uh, army soldiers, including a driver, killed in an IED blast. Naxal is targeted the anti-Naxal operations team.
2019, Naruhito ascends to the throne of Japan, succeeding his father, Akahito, beginning the Raiwa period of rule. All right. We have been talking at great length about Nazi UFOs. And I found a good bit of information about what became known as the Nazi space program. Now, keep in mind that uh, all this was highly top secret. And even with the crash of a UFO in Roswell, our own government lied to us. For our own good, of course. So, the material that I've amassed um, gives a slightly different um, view of a lot of what took place. By 1942, the Nazi leadership knew that the Wunderwaffen offered uh, the wonder weapons offered Germany's only chance of winning the war. In 43 and 44, they knew the law war was lost, and a lot of them started leaving for South America. The Blitzkrieg that had been so effective early in the war had stalled. The Allies were beginning to fight back, and Germany didn't have the men or the resources to fight a protracted war. The planned invasion of Britain, which was called Operation Sea Lion, had been postponed indefinitely in September 1940, and the Luftwaffe's eight-month blitz of late 40 and early 41 failed to put Britain out of the war as Hitler had intended. In fact, the Royal Air Force began to bomb German industrial targets, and the U.S. entered the war in December of 41, raising the specter of countless American troops invading the continent from southern England and turning the tide of the war. After all, it was American forces that broke the stalemate of World War I in 1917, and we were going to do it again. And despite Hitler's uh, Operation Barbarossa, the Eastern Front, um, things weren't a whole lot better. The, uh, the mass attacks uh, as part of Operation Barbarossa failed to bring about the collapse of the Soviet Union. German forces had been thrown back 200 miles from the gates of Moscow, and the Red Army was rebuilding in the east. So unless some type of decisive blow could be struck, it was only a matter of time before Germany was crushed between the Western Allies and the Soviet Union. That was the problem with the two-front war. Now, the development of these wonder weapons was given the highest priority in the German uh, forces. Several jet and aircraft projects are already underway, including the Messerschmitt ME-262 fighter and the Aredo AR-234 bomber, but Germany's greatest need would be for long-range weapons that could be launched from Europe to destroy targets as far away as North America and Siberia. Now, the first fruits of this uh, pull-out-the-stops research program were the V-1 cruise missile and the V-2 ballistic missile. Um, the V-1 entered service in June of of um, 44, and the V-2 in uh, September of 44. And they had poured resources into the development of an atomic bomb. In fact, there is evidence that uh, as early as 1943, they used an atomic bomb against a Russian army. Resources are being poured into the development of, a, of the bomb and the Amer what's called the America Bomber Project and the A-9 rocket aimed to provide international range delivery systems for nuclear warheads. Now, a lot of these initiatives actually sounded like science fiction. Um, the Oberth Sonnengewehr, or the Sun Gun, was a one that... Um, Certainly came right out of the pages of a comic book. It was a huge orbiting mirror designed to incinerate cities under like ants under a magnifying glass. The V3 super gun had a barrel 430 feet long. You could fire a 150 millimeter shell more than 100 miles. And as the tide of war turned against Germany, work on these projects was also interfered with by a lot of air raids and the fact that they were just running out of material. 
By March of 45, even the most ardent Nazi knew Germany was doomed, but some dared to think beyond the defeat of Germany and make plans for the German Reich to fight on and eventually win. Now, there are a number of, well, let's call them secret societies, that were formed during 43 and 44. One that was called an elite within an elite was the Order of the Black Sun. It had its origins at Himmler's uh, SS Academy at uh, Willisburg Castle in Australia. It took its name from a symbol on the floor of the Obergrufen Fiersal, or General's Hall, which you still see it today. Now, the symbol of the Black Sun was based on the design of brooches worn by the Germanic Alemanni people during the post-Roman period. And it resembled a sun emitting 12 jagged rays. And it's been described as a triple swastika representing the sun at sunrise, noon, and at sunset. Its origins in Nazi symbolism date back to the writings of um, Elena Blavatsky and Karl Maria Willigut, two uh, mystical writers of the 19th century who inspired various aspects of Nazi occultism. Um, the black sun represented a source of energy allegedly known to the ancient Aryans which would uh, shine over the rise of the so-called New World Order. Now, one place that's always fascinated me was uh, Willisburg Castle. Um, 1934, Himmler rented the castle from the local governor of Westphalia for a hundred years for a rent of one mark per year. And he poured money and resources into refurbishing it as an SS Academy and Research Institute. And certain chambers are renamed after characters from the Grail romances. But you know, the idea that he, uh, Himmler, intended it to be a new Grail castle seemed to be somewhat exaggerated. But he did think it would be a functional and spiritual center for what he called a new religion. Now, he had long despised Christianity for what he called its Jewish roots. And he was in the process of creating a Germanic faith uh, based on the Aryan race. Hitler thought the whole thing was silly, and he expressed his opposition to the ideas of Volksist religion and occultism as a part of the National Socialism movement. He wrote about it in Mein Kampf and in public speeches. He made uh, his uh, opposition well-known. But Hitler was determined that the SS, which he envisioned as a state within the state, should have an ideology of its own based on solid Germanic roots. And the new religion would ensure that members of the SS would never be torn between the principles of Christianity and what was necessary to support Nazism. And among its other functions, Wellesburg was to be the center of this religion. Kind of like the uh, Vatican City is for the Catholic religion. After 1941, it was referred to in, the, in documents as the center of the world. Hitler and Albert Speer planned a new world capital to be built in Berlin, but Hitler planned Wimmersburg to be a spiritual and intellectual capital. And it was against this background that the Order of the Black Sun came together. Its members sought to combine science and politics and mysticism into a single force that would underpin the, the new world order and place themselves as master of this movement and effective control of the world. And although Hitler, Himmler maintained a mask of servility when it came to uh, Hitler, uh, so much so that Hitler nicknamed him uh, Loyal Heinrich, by 1941, his ambition to see Hitler's Fuhrer and their differences over the Volkswagen mysticism led him to keep much of Willisburg's work secret, even from Hitler. And this work included the development of ideas and technologies that had originated with the Thule Society, and the Vril Society. 
1935, Hitler had ordered the Thule Society to be disbanded, along with the Freemasons and any other organization that uh, might not be fully supportive of the movement. The uh, Within the real society, there was an individual known as a real medium, known to history only as Sigrun. And she insisted that knowledge that they were amassing to include propulsion systems used in the real series of saucer crafts should be used only for peaceful purposes. Now, how they gain this information about uh, advanced technology is anybody's guess. But uh, she maintains she got it through uh, seances. And even... As Hitler began to distance Willersburg from Hitler in the main order, the one of the black sun began to distance itself from Hitler, uh, from Himmler. Many leading members of the order felt Himmler's emphasis on the development of his Aryan religion was a distraction from the more urgent goal of developing a super science and super weapons that would let Germany win the war. And as the tide of the war began to turn against Germany, their frustration drove them to keep more and more of their developments from uh, Himmler. With Britain undefeated and the Soviet Union on the counterattack, the U.S. ready to launch our European front, the order looked for a way to save Germany, or if that was impossible, to uh, ensure the survival of their work and plan for the creation of a new Aryan state. And they chose a man who was a rising star in the SS to be the leader of this movement within the movement. His name was Hans Kammler. He was born in Stettin, uh, which is now in Poland, 1901. And at that time, Stettin was part of the Germanic uh, Reich, ruled by Kaiser Wilhelm II. After World War I, he studied civil engineering in Danzig and Munich and was a member of the, the Free Corps far-right paramilitary group whose members included Rudolf Hess. And then Kamala joined the Nazi party in 31 and the SS in 33. He was an ardent Nazi with a true gift for organization that led him to eventually be command of all the Wonderwaffen uh, production. Now he held various administrative posts in the Nazi government, starting as head of the building department and the air ministry. Joined the Waffen SS in June of 41. That was the combat arm of the SS. It became Oswald uh, Pohl's deputy at the SS Main Economic and Administrative Department, whose duties included oversight of the concentration camp system. In 1942, Pohl assigned Kamler to construct facilities for various advanced weapons projects, including the ME-262 uh, jet fighter and the V-2 ballistic missile. And thanks to his notorious expedient of using concentration camp prisoners as a source of slavery, uh, labor, Kamler rose quickly in the ranks. Hitler eventually put him in charge of all V-2 production, as well as transferring responsibility for jet aircraft production from Hermann Goering to Kamler. March 1st, 1945, Kamler was promoted to the rank of Obergruppenführer, making him answerable only to Himmler. A few weeks later, all special weapons development and manufacturing projects were absorbed into Kamler's. In fact, by this time, only Werner von Braun's Pinamundi rocket group remained outside Kamler's control. And that was only because von Braun refused to acknowledge his authority. And while the conflict between these two senior Nazis began as a simple class of personalities, it came to have a profound effect on the history of man's spaceflight. Now, nobody else in the Third Reich had such a comprehensive understanding of the technologies being developed. And in Germany crumbled, Kamler assembled a hand-picked team of scientists and devised a daring plan. Just as whoever controls the Earth controls the atmosphere, whoever controls space controls the Earth. His plan was to build a base on the moon, bombard the Allied homelands with impunity, and once they had reduced the Allies to rubble, return to Earth victorious. 
officially. Hans Kammler committed suicide in May of 45. But the credibility of the supposed eyewitnesses has been challenged many times since then. Army Counterintelligence Corps launched a successful hunt for him later in May of 45. One former Office of Strategic Service agent, OSS, don't you know, claimed to have brought him to the U.S. But this claim was never confirmed. But 1949, Kamler's name vanished from intelligence documents without any explanation whatsoever. Now, he had devised a plan called Protocol Bifrost. After the Rainbow Bridge of North Mi Norse myth that linked the mortal world to Midgard, to the, of Midgard to the divine realm of Ashgard, and basically, it was a three-point plan to ensure Nazi survival and eventual victory after the fall of Germany. Now, the first priority, of course, was to ensure all the necessary technology, personnel, and resources were placed out of the Allies' reach. In the original documents, dated uh, early 1944, this phase of the operation was codenamed uh, Valkyrie. But it was renamed Anhar after July 20th, 1944, when a group of unhappy officers launched a failed attempt to assassinate Hitler under the codename uh, Valkyrie. Norse myth, the Einherjar, were the warriors found worthy of admission to Valhalla. And this was basically a perfect metaphor for Kamler's Kaffir selection of projects and personnel. But unfortunately for him, it turned out to be too perfect. By this point in time, Alan uh, Turing's bomb computer at Bletchley Park had cracked the German Enigma code, and MI6 quickly deduced that the signal decrypts featuring the code name Einherjar referred to some Nazi effort to evacuate key personnel and technology out of Germany. So the, this revelation resulted in the British launching Operation Surgeon and American launching Operation Paperclip. Both of these projects were in, intended to intercept and retrieve Nazi scientists and exploit their knowledge. Now we had a brief interruption, but I am back. It's <clears throat> a good thing about podcasts. You can start and stop them. We were talking about um, Hans Kammler's protocol, Bifrost. And at the... Uh, the end of the war, bits and pieces of his plan had um, filtered its way to the Allies. And it resulted in the British launching Operation Surgeon. And we uh, launched Operation Paperclip. It was intended to intercept and retrieve Nazi scientists and exploit their knowledge, um, at a minimum, keep it from the Soviets. Now, in the months on either side of the war's end in May of 1945, Allied intelligence officers made a concerted effort to recover and turn German personnel who had been uh, employed on advanced technology. And while a great deal is not known about Operation Surgeon, Paperclip, on the other hand, what has come to light was that... Uh, Truman was adamant no professed Nazis could come over. So, we simply changed their files. Uh, Werner von Braun, who'd been uh, honored by the Nazis, suddenly became a reluctant Nazi. And he was considered the most notable success. Uh, the recruitment of von Braun and is a Pinamunde rocket research group because they were the core of our uh, space program. Now, the stated purpose of both Surgeon and Paperclip was to ensure German advanced technology stayed out of Soviet hands. And with the end of the war in sight, it was clear that the uh, post-war world would be dominated by uh, a rivalry between the capitalist West and the communist East. Now, there was a second 
goal of both of these operations, not only the individuals and the very highest intelligence circles, from what Western agents have been able to learn about uh, the Bifrost Protocol, it was clear that uh, some Nazis had escaped and intended to fight on, using what MI6 Chief uh, Sir Stuart Menzies called a continuation of the V-Weapon Offensive conducted from some remote spot and using weapons of extreme long range with the goal of destroying major cities and every allied nation. So, of course, the highest priority was given to uncovering more information about this program and the recovery of any technology that could help thwart it. Now, Kamler's plan called for establishing a base on the moon, codenamed Valhalla or Valhalla. And once that was done, then the second phase of the Bifrost Protocol would begin. Now, it's interesting to note that uh, Project Horizon, which was a U.S. Army program, called for the same thing, establishing a base on the moon. Now, uh, this Kamler's establishing of the base was codenamed uh, John Deere after Thor's hammer which will see the development of wonder weapons capable of bombarding the Earth and wiping out entire cities. And that was the core of his plan, bombarding the Earth from space until the Allies surrendered. The armament that would be used to destroy the major cities belonged to, to the principal Allied powers, U.S., Soviet Union, Britain, and France, and would leave them with neither the population nor the industrial capacity to resist the third phase of the operation. And according to Kamler, this was the most critical phase of the protocol. In particular, he was aware that uh, no matter how secure his base was on the moon, it was living on borrowed time. Once the Allies became aware of the base's existence, they would devote all their efforts to destroying it. And the final phase of the Bifrost Protocol was codenamed Gungnir, after Odin's spear. With the Allied powers uh, forced at their knees, the personnel from the moon base would return to Earth as conquerors and established a Fourth Reich built on the principles of the Third Reich. The, uh, on March of 45, Allied forces had crossed the Rhine. The Red Army was pushing westward from Vienna. Kamler knew the first phase of the Bifrost Protocol had to be put into effect, but there was a, a problem. He planned on using the massive Hanabu for uh, saucer in order to um, evacuate material and people to the moon. And there was a problem with the saucer. But Kamler had foreseen such issues. In 1938, the Germans uh, sent an Antarctic expedition, which laid claim to a vast amount of territory on the continent of Antarctica. And they called it New Swabenland after one of Germany's ancient duchies. And although the Allies had ignored uh, this area, Kamler had not. In the closing months of the war, he used the, the Hanabu, or the Hanabu, H-A-U-N-E-B-U, a craft along with the fleet of U-boats to move um, assets to um, New Swabenland. They established a base. They found an area that was literally ice-free. And it was known as Base 211. Now, the Honabu 4 took off from Prague ahead of the Soviet advance and got to Antarctica a few hours later. Now, throughout the flight, they had minor technical problems. When Kamler made the decision to take off, the chief saucer engineer, Klaus Habermal, was in the city trying to get material. So, of course, the Red Army captured him. Shows just how close the Russians came to capturing the, the craft itself and destroying the entire plan. 
Well, throughout 1946, Kamler and his followers worked to develop the Antarctic base into a working uh, operational base and a development of manufacturing facility that would let them continue the war. And while the, the Hanabu 4 completed its fitting out work, continued on various other advanced weapons projects as material facilities permitted. Now, part of Kamler's plan called for the eliminating of uh, von Braun and transfer of the Pinamundi rocket group to Antarctica to join uh, Kamler's uh, operation. But von Braun was able to escape uh, Kamler's trap, surrendered. Um, he and his brother both surrendered to the advancing American forces. And it was during his debrief by our intelligence forces that uh, von Braun first mentioned Kamler's plan in the secret base in Antarctica. But nobody believed him, of course. Late December 46, U.S. Navy Task Force 68 uh, converged on New Swabin land from three directions, commanded by Rear Admiral Richard E. Byrd. It was known as Operation High Jump, and it was a secret mission. Now, the cover story was establishing an American research base, with the Cold War just beginning, and the Soviet Union using captured German scientists in its race to match our nuclear capability, Washington didn't want to alert the Kremlin to the existence of possibly more German wonder weapons and spark a war for control of Antarctica. And after a series of skirmishes in the water around Antarctica, the force of uh, Hanabu craft attacked Task Force 68. It destroyed most of uh, Bird's aircraft and several ships were damaged. Of course, none of the saucers had heavy enough weapons to destroy a surface ship. Now, Byrd and his task force had gone there prepared to stay for six months. But uh, 17 days after the battle between the, the saucers and the, the Navy ships, Byrd withdrew February 23, 1947. But one thing Operation High Jump did, it proved that New Swabinland was vulnerable to attack and Kamler knew that uh, we'd be back. So he and his forces worked through the Antarctic winter to complete the, the giant saucer, and at some time between March and November of 47, all the personnel and assets at uh, Base 211 were removed to the moon, and New Swabin land was abandoned. December before another... American expedition got to Antarctica. It was codenamed Operation Windmill. And theoretically, it was a geographical survey and training mission and a step toward keeping the previous expedition's uh, Little America base open permanently. And it was under cover of this mission that personnel of Operation Windmill searched for the new Swabin land base. Well, using uh, three helicopters and an amphibious airplane, They searched by air in a Marine Corps detachment equipped with a tracked all-terrain M-29 weasel vehicles uh, searched on the ground. January 3rd, 1948, the abandoned base was found, but bad, we bad weather delayed investigation for several days. On February 16th, it was 1948, it was evident the Nazis had abandoned Base 211, taking all their technology and equipment with them. So the task force was recalled and Operation Windmill ended. Well, German scientists were exploring the possibility of space travel long before the war broke out. And science fiction had as strong an appeal in Germany as it did in the U.S. In fact, in 1925, two years before Fritz Lang's uh, Seminole Metropolis and nine years before the first Flash Gordon comic strip came out. A film titled Wonders of Creation was released. It showed a German scientific team traveling through the universe in a spacecraft that served as the, a symbol of progress in an age of new technologies. It included the slogan, Now Germany belongs to us and tomorrow to the whole solar system. It was a huge hit when it was released. 
Maybe because it promised a brighter tomorrow for the dispirited German people after the humiliating defeat in World War I. German youth, including Werner von Braun, were avid readers of books like uh, The Problem of Space Travel and The Rocket Motor. And uh, a magazine called The Rocket was published by the Society for Space Travel. And German engineers experimented with rockets and other propulsion systems. And alongside the pioneering rocket work of Werner von Braun and others, the Order of the Black Sun worked to develop the theories of the Thule Society and the Vril Society to create another kind of craft entirely. This craft to be saucer-shaped with speed and acceleration that defied conventional physics and powered by motors whose revolutionary design blended science and mysticism according to Black Sun principles. And while von Braun's rockets laid the foundation for both our and the Soviet space program, it was the saucers that became the vital component of the Bifrost Protocol and of the Valhalla moon base itself. Now, Werner von Braun was born Werner Magnus Maximilian, Freiherr von Braun in Prussia, though it's now in Poland. And he could trace his ancestry through both parents to European royalty. So, as you might guess, his nose was in the clouds most of the time. He developed a passion for astronomy after getting a telescope as a gift. At the age of 12, he was arrested for causing a disturbance after fitting rockets to a toy car and sending it hurtling down a public street. Well, he studied physics and mathematics in order to pursue his interest in rocket engineering, and in 1932 got a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering from Berlin's Technical High School. And although space travel remained his primary interest, he became involved in military rocket development, almost by default. By his own account, he was a reluctant Nazi. He joined the party in 1939, the SS in 1940, only after it became clear this was the only way he could continue his work in rocket science. Rocket science. Became the technical direct, director of Germany's rocket development facility at Pinamundo on the Baltic Sea. Developed rocket engines and rocket-assisted takeoff apparatus for aircraft as well as the aggregate rocket series that led to the development of the V-2 ballistic missile. And along with his brother Magnus, he surrendered to American forces May 2, 1945. Came to the U.S. and became a leader in the NASA rocket program, which culminated in the Apollo moon landings. Now, a lot of folks doubted the sincerity of his claim he worked for the Nazis reluctantly. But it was routine for Operation Paperclip to clean out the records of imported German scientists to make them acceptable to, to Congress and the President. Well, there were quite a number of um, space-related programs developed by the Third Reich. The first one was the America Bomber Project. You know, soon after we got into the war, the German Air Ministry issued a re requirement for a long-range heavy bomber capable of striking the continental U.S. from bases in Europe. And that was a 3,600-mile trip one way. And they were going to carry atomic weapons that Germany was doing its best to develop at that point in time. And despite design submissions from every major aircraft manufacturer in Germany, the America Bomber Project yielded a little more than a handful of prototypes. They had the problems of material shortages and Allied bombing of Germans' heavy industry and the rapid advance of Allied and Soviet troops into Germany. Basically, the project became unfeasible and almost all available resources went toward uh, the defense of the, the fatherland, as they called it. Then there was the Sanger Sibervogel, co-designed by Austrian engineer Eugene Sanger and his wife, mathematician Irene Brent. The uh, Silver Vogel, or Silver Bird, was a rocket-powered bomber designed to fly at about 3,100 miles per hour. It was about Mach 4. Launched from a rocket sled and lifted to a suborbital altitude of 90 miles. The plane would skip off to denser upper layers of the atmosphere like a stone across a pond. It could carry a payload of up to 8,800 pounds, about 10% smaller than the, the bomb dropped on Hiroshima. 
before it would descend to the Pacific Ocean to land in friendly Japanese territory. At least that was the intent. 1942, Sanger's design was considered too radical by the German military and the Air Ministry focused on more conventional aircraft designs from established manufacturers such as Messerschmitt and Hinkle and Junkers. Then it was the Aggregate series. The uh, base at Pinamundi on Germany's uh, Baltic coast, the Army Research Center had been developing ballistic missiles since the early 30s in the leadership of Werner von Braun. This series included the A-4, which developed into the dreaded V-2 rocket. And as the program continued, the center explored features like recovery parachutes and wings and hybrid rocket ramjet designs. The A-9 and A-10 uh, America rocket, as it was called, was a two-stage missile intended to render the America bomber program unnecessary. And the A-12 was a four-stage orbital rocket designed to take payloads up to 22,000 pounds into low-Earth orbit. So they were much more developed than anybody had an idea. Um, you know, at the end of the war, Kamler tried to have him killed. But he escaped. Um, his Nazi past was cleansed by the OSS. Went on to become a major figure in the space program. And after Kamler assumed control of all secret weapons productions, he found himself increasingly in conflict with von Braun. And he fought his efforts to absorb the Pinamunde rocket group into Kamler's own uh, SS program. Um, now, no one, nobody really knows why von Braun re resisted so fiercely. According to the statement von Braun gave to officers of Operation Paperclip after his surrender, he was a reluctant Nazi. Only joined the SS when it uh, came clear he'd be replaced if he didn't. And he objected to Kamler's use of concentration camp prisoners as slave labor. Of course, he knew all the buzzwords to use to uh, get the American soldiers on his side. Now, documents captured from the SS. Uh, Paint von Braun is snobbish and abrasive and highly territorial, hinting that the blue blood Prussian von Braun regarded the ardent Nazi Kamler as an upstart political appointee rather than a fellow scientist. Well, on that note, we go to the end of today's show. We'll be talking more about uh, what became known as the uh, Bifalls Protocol tomorrow. Once again, you'll be listening to Ken Hudnall on the Ken Hudnall Show. Until then, have a truly great evening. <laughs>